بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد ونسلی اللہ رسول الکریم اما الحمد للہ ٹوڈے از دا ٹوینٹی نائنتھ آف مارچ ان دا ایئر ٹو تھاؤزینڈ اینڈ And I've started the commentary on verse 5 of Surah Maida. So, to continue with the verse. Audhu Billahi Manish Shaitan Rajeem Bismillah Rahman Rahim Lawful unto you, i.e. in marriage, are not only the pure women who are believers, but also the pure women amongst the people of the book revealed before your time. When you give them their due dawah, and desire chastity, not lewdness, nor secret intrigues. So, after mentioning in the opening part of the Holy Verse, whether we can eat the slaughtered meat of the people of the book, it then now mentions that apparently the women of the people of the book are also lawful to the believers. However, there's a bit of with regards to this. So, to mention a report, in Behaki, Sa'id ibn Mansur, Sheikh Mustafa al-Adawi, in his Jamiu Ahkam in Nisa, 3-122 states Sahih, Abu Wa'il, he relates, Sayyidana Hudayfa radiyallahu, he married a Jewish woman. Sayyidana Umar radiyallahu, he wrote to him, divorce Hudayfa radiyallahu wrote back, if it is haram, I will divorce Umar radiyallahu wrote back, I do not claim it is haram, but I fear that you Muslims will soon partake of their hoes, i.e. if everyone takes this matter lightly. So let's look at it. So this is a sahih hadith. So when was this? This was during the conquests, i.e. during Umar's Khalifat, with the Sahaba who were spending many months away from home. So Hudayfa, the keeper of secrets, he married a Jewish lady. So obviously the Quran says you can marry the people of the book. So Umar radiyallahu said divorce and the corresponding through letters. So he wrote back, is it haram? I will divorce her. So Umar said clearly it's not haram. But then he explained the wisdom. I fear you will soon partake of their hoes, the unclean ones amongst them. So this is the report. So let's discuss this. Firstly, it is prohibited to marry the polytheists, the mushriks. Where is that mentioned? In Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah 2, verse 221. Allah the Almighty and Glorious, He says, وَلَا تَنْكِحُ الْمُشْرِقَاتِ حَتَّى يُؤْمِنْ do not marry pagan women until they believe. Indeed, a believing female slave is better than a polytheist, even though she might appeal to you. Those invite you to the fire, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites to paradise and forgiveness by His permission. So it clearly mentions in Surah Baqarah that you are not allowed to marry pagan women, mushriqat. But there's an exception, and here's the exception. 
in Surah Maida verse 5. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? وَالْمُحْسَنَاتُ الْمِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُحْسَنَاتُ مِنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُ الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ Lawful for marriage are the pure believing women and the pure women from amongst the people of the book. So now what's interesting, what is clearly a condition for marrying a female from the people of the book? Chastity, muhsinat. Undoubtedly, this predominantly does not usually hold in our time. A pure woman is one who has preserved her chastity like a jewel or not got involved in any promiscuous relationships with men other than her husband. Added to this is today's open Western culture that has permitted zina with approval and encouragement of their parents. Thus virginity is now a rarity amongst the West. So this is a huge problem. So they have to be pure. So what does that mean? It means they couldn't be married, they couldn't be divorced, but that was purity. They did it through marriage. But the woman is guarding her chastity. She's not been sleeping around. The other disaster is this is now even parents approve of it. It was this condition which Umar alerted Hudayfa to. So this is the first point. The second, marrying the people of the book seemed to be a temporary measure on the part of Hudayfa and other companions to preserve their chastity. But how do we know? Because Jabr was asked about marrying Jewish and Christian women and he replied, we used to marry them during the time of fighting when we were with Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas in Kufa. This was because we could hardly find any Muslim women. However, when we came back from the campaigns, we divorced them. This is in Behaki, Al-Shafi'i in his Al-Um and Sheikh Mustafa Al-Adawi in his Jami Ahkam in Nisa 3-124 state Sahih. So what does this clearly indicate? It meant it was a temporary measure. There weren't Muslim women available to them. So they married women from the people of the book. But when they came back, they divorced them. Third thing to keep in mind. This was when Islam was dominant. When it was powerful. But now the Muslims have become weak. Currently, if one marries a non-Muslim woman, he will simply not be able to enforce an Islamic environment in his own house. He will see his wife wearing the cross, praying to Christ, والسلام, eating pork, and raise her children upon this deviant belief. <coughs> this by itself is a major act of disobedience that he would bring about for himself and his family. What sin can be greater than this? This alone is a sufficient reason for the prohibition of such marriages under the current circumstances. So think about the, all these things. All they say, Quran says it. Well, hang on a minute. Right? What do you mean Quran says it? Quran says I can marry people of the book. What's the meaning? What does Allah Ta'ala intend by that? Haven't got a clue. Own version of Islam. So now, some people, they then say this, which is a good question. What if a Christian or Jewish woman repents from her former promiscuous behavior, but she remains a Jew or Christian? 
Would it be permissible to marry her then? Good question. The Quran goes, they have to be pure. So a woman's been sleeping around. She's a Jew, she's a Christian. She finds the lie. She's still a Jew or Christian. And then she does Tawbah according to their beliefs. So now she's pure, technically. So can a Muslim man marry her? The answer to this is, repentance is an act of worship specific only to Muslims. Its first condition is Tawheed. Sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can a non-Muslim fulfill this? Her only repentance is embracing Islam. Not for the sake of marriage. <laughs> so think about that. So all of these conditions are violated. And people are just getting married left, right and center. So now Hudayfa, what did Umar say to him? Divorce. Did he divorce? In Tabri in his Tariq, volume 3, page 88, Hudayfa asked the Amir al-Mu'mineen, what do you intend by this? He said, it is halal. But the women of Persia are clinging. If you go to them, they will prevail upon you even against your own women. They will belittle their fellow believing co-wives. Upon receipt of the second letter, Hudayfa divorced his Persian wife. So Umar had this brilliance. He was the padlock to the fitna. He saw it. Unlike us, right? And he goes, divorce. And what's shocking is he's the keeper of secrets. He knew the monafics. And yet in this area, Umar was far ahead of him. He goes, don't do it. So note, this is things to reflect upon when going across this passage. So now there's a few other things. So Shaykh Mawdudi in his commentary of this passage, he adds a few things. So he states, there is a difference of opinion with regards to the application of marrying the people of the book. According to Abdullah ibn Abbas, a Muslim man may marry from amongst the women of the people of the book who are the subjects of the Islamic State. It is not permitted to marry from amongst the women of the people of the book living in the regions who are at war with the Islamic State or are living in a territory of the unbelievers. <laughs> so Tarjamah al-Quran, Abdullah ibn Abbas, he goes, you can marry a Jewish Christian woman if you are living in an Islamic State. If she's not in the Islamic State, she's forbidden to you. Question, are we living in an Islamic State? So according to Ibn Abbas, you can't apply this. Then Shaykh Maududi says, The Hanafis, they differ a little from this. And they consider it undesirable, though not haram, to marry women from amongst the people of the book living in a foreign territory. So the Hanafis, they go with the verdict of Ibn Abbas. But when he said it's not allowed for you to marry the women outside of the Islamic State, the Hanafi state is makru. We're not saying it's haram, but you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> then Shaykh Maududi says, Rahmatullah, on the contrary, Sa'id ibn al-Musayyib Hassan al-Basri, rahimahumullah, they are of the opinion that the command is a general nature. Therefore, there is no need to make any kind of distinction between the people of the book, whether they are living in an Islamic state or in a foreign territory. So some of the Salaf states that this is a condition, but however, they don't see any proof for that. Now, what does Allah Ta'ala say? Muhsanat, they have to be pure. What does that mean? Shaykh Maududi Rahmatullah says, 
there are differences with the interpretation of muhsanat. According to Amir al-Mu'mineen Umar radiyallahu, it refers to virtuous and chaste women. This is why he excludes characterless women of the people of the book from this permission. Hassan al-Basri, Sha'bi, Ibrahim al-Nakha'i have the same view and the Hanafis approve this. Rahimahumullah. On the other hand, Imam Shafi'i, rahmatullahi, he takes it to mean free women of the people of the book as opposed to slave women from amongst them. So there's a difference here. The Hanafis, they state muhsanad here refers to purity, pure, pure women. The Shafi state that it refers to the free women of the people of the book. They're not the slaves of the people of the book. So there's a little difference there and that of course has implications. But the Hanafi state, it means purity. Another thing which is worth mentioning, Imam Malik, Rahmatullah so Imam Malik, Rahmatullah this is recorded by Hafiz Sahnoon in Al-Mudawwana Al-Qubra, Kitab Al-Niqah As-Sadis, Fi Niqah Nisa Ahl Al-Kitab Wa Ima'ihim. Imam Malik, Rahmatullah he said, I disapprove of marrying Jewish and Christian women of the people of Zimba. I don't say it is haram. Then what did he say? The reason I dislike it is because she eats pork and drinks wine. And he will then sleep with her and kiss her. And that is in her mouth. And she bears him children and will raise the child on her deen and feed the haram and give it wine to drink I from her nourishment. So Imam Malik goes, you don't need to think too deeply about it. So she's a Christian. Pork on Oh my God. Right? They can do it. Conjugal relations. We're going to do get mouthwash out. Mouthwash. Right? I don't want to be tasting pork. Then shut up. Glass of wine. Next minute. What is this? And then she gets pregnant. What is nourishing the body? Pork and wine. And it's going to your child now. So Imam Malik goes, I don't say it's haram. But I'm saying, you know, what are you doing? Then it mentions, now this is another point, you know, subhanAllah. It is not essential for a woman of the people of the book that both her parents are Ahl al-Kitab. This is another condition. So you're marrying a Jewish lady or a Christian lady. It's a condition that her father be a Christian or a Jew. Her marriage will be valid even if her father is a Kitabi and her mother is an idol worshipper. So, she's a Christian, let's say. Her father has to be a Jew or Christian. Doesn't matter about the mother. She can be an evolutionist. If her father is not a people of the book, marriage is invalid. The Shafi'is and Hanbali Rahimahumullah schools believe that both her parents must be Ahlul Kitab in order to have a valid marriage. And that if her father is a kitabi, her mother is an idol worshipper, the marriage is haram. Even though she has reached the age of puberty and has accepted the religion of her father. So according to the Shafis and Hanbalis, they both have to be Jews and Christians. Where is that condition gone, brother? Right? Where is this recorded? Recorded by in Fiqh Allah Al-Madha'ib Al-Arba'ah, volume 4, page 77. So all of these are conditions. So what you notice, 
when you start going through all these conditions, you're thinking, I don't want nothing to do with this, right? How difficult is it to fulfill all these conditions? So all of this is helping to explain this passage. So yes, nobody can say it's haram. Astaghfirullah. Allah Ta'ala has made it halal. But Allah Ta'ala has put a condition on it. And he says, Muhsanat kitab, The pure ones amongst them. And the scholars go into great length to explain what this means. So you be, you know, you gauge for yourselves how many are fulfilling these conditions. And the other thing which is sad is that when people do marry the people of the book, you will notice a lot of them later on, a few years down the line, they divorce them. And then they get married to a, a Muslim. And they really grieve. You know, the people I know. Yeah. One was married to a, I don't know if she was a Christian or a Jew, but he had many children from her. And after, I think, 30 years of marriage, they divorced. And this is the words that came out of his mouth. Should have listened to my father. What did his father say? Don't marry a, marry a Muslim. So, again, people, you know, you should look at those people, learn from you know, the errors of others. But, and this is just something that he did, he goes, I've got children now, but unfortunately, he goes, we've, we've divorced. So the verse continues. Lawful are the chaste women amongst the people of the book revealed before your time, when you give them their dowry and desire chastity, not lewdness, nor secret intrigues, meaning your intention must be pure. You know, here to play games, I want to marry a Jewish lady, she's ticked all the boxes, I'm going to go ahead with it. But you must give her dowry, must be chaste, not do it for any other reasons. Then Allah Ta'ala says, If anyone rejects faith, fruitless is his work. And in the hereafter, he will be in the ranks of those who are the losers. So now here, to add this to finish. The greatest, crea- the greatest of creation himself. Now think about that. Is there anybody more pious than him? No chance. That's Allah Ta'ala. Look at this amazing report. The hadith is in Imam Ahmad's Musnad, number 2122. And he mentioned, Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, Rasulullah was forbidden all women except the believing and the migrants. Stop. He was restricted, he could only marry believing women and those who had migrated. Ibn Abbas then said, as proof, he quotes the first verse, Surah 33, verse 52. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? It is not lawful for you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to marry other women after this, nor to change them for other wives, even there their beauty attracts you, except those whom your right hand possesses. So what did Ibn Abbas say? أَنْ أَصْنَافِ النِّسَاءِ إِلَّا مَا قَانَتْ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنَاتِ الْمُحَاجِرَاتِ He was forbidden women except the believers and muhajirat. And then he mentions, And he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, forbade, sallallahu alayhi wa every woman who follows a religion other than Islam. وَحَرَّمَ قُلَّ ذَاتِ دِينٍ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ and then he recited, which verse? This verse. He recites, Fruitless is his work. In the hereafter, he will be amongst the losers. So what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say at the end of verse 5? 
If anyone is a kafir, fruitless is his work. In the hereafter, he is a loser. Ibn Abbas said, after mentioning Rasulullah was not allowed to marry any woman except in Islam, he, he gave a tafsir. This is why the verse finishes with this, with this passage. <laughs> then he said, and he recited Surat 33 verse 50 O Prophet Verily we have made lawful to you your wives to whom you have paid their mahr and those whom your right hand possess whom Allah has given you and the daughters of your paternal uncles the daughters of your paternal aunts the daughters of your maternal uncles the daughters of your maternal aunts who migrated from Makkah with you look at the condition Allah put a condition on the Prophet marrying even his family members he goes, they have to be, they have to have migrated. And a believing woman, if she offers herself to the Prophet and the Prophet wishes to marry her, a privilege only for you, not for the rest of the believers. He made all of this forbidden for Rasulullah. So why have I mentioned this report? Rasulullah was prohibited from marrying the people of the book. Do you love Rasulullah? <laughs> People don't mention these things. Imagine, oh, I'm Ashik. Who we married? Jane. Right? And he goes, is she a leader? No. She's Jew. Right? Rasulullah was forbidden to marry the people of the book. Mm-hmm. What sort of Ashik are you? Mm-hmm. And then they come out with that, stay all that's only for the Prophet. I didn't say that. I'm saying, yes, it's only for the Prophet. Of course the Quran allows it for us. But aren't we supposed to follow him? Mm-hmm. You name me. Who did he marry? All his blessed wives, our mothers, were Muslim. Safiya embraced Islam. She was the only one from the people of the book. But he didn't marry her. She embraced Islam. Then he married her. So Ibn Abbas, why was he mentioning that? Look how beautiful. Allah Ta'ala finishes the verse by saying, If anyone is a kafir, Fruitless is his work, and in the hereafter he is a loser. Why does Allah finish marriages with the people of the book with that part? Because this is what Ibn Abbas was saying: Don't be a loser. You know how many marriages do you know? Be blunt, you know, be blunt. They've married, you know, a person from the people of the book, and they're happy, and they die happy. How many do you know? But of course, Allah has allowed it in His wisdom. But look at all of the reports and you realize there's so much restrictions upon this. So I'll recite the verse and we will come. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Wal Muhsanatu Minal Mu'minati Wal Muhsanatu Minal Ladheena Ootul Kitaba Min Qablikum إِذَا آتِيتُمُوهُنَّ أُجُورَهُنَّ مُحْسِنِينَ غَيْرَ مُسَافِحِينَ وَلَا مُدَّخِذِي أَخْدَانَ وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالْإِيمَانِ فَقَدْ حَبِذَ عَمَلُهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ We pray to Almighty Allah subhanahu that He makes the Qur'an, the Rabi of our hearts, and we pray to Almighty Allah subhanahu that He makes the Qur'an for any other.